0: Hey, I am Vicki Robin and host of the Post Carbon Institute's podcast interview series, What Could Possibly Go Right? And I'm here with Jason Bradford, Bradford, one of the hosts of the other Post Carbon Institute podcasts called What Could Possibly Go Wrong? No, it's actually <laughs> called Crazy Town, but it's pretty much what's going on. Uh. Right.
1: That's
0: right. <laughs> so anyway, we're sort of bookending the thing. I don't think, I don't think I'm Miss, Miss Mary Sunshine and you're Mr. Doom and Gloom. I think we just are, are sort of swinging at different parts of the uh, of pinata. Yeah. Um, so I asked Jason to do some reflection with me um, about our interview with Severin Fleming, who's a farmer and a founder of the Greenhorns and Agrarian Trust. And um, I loved your interview, even though she's she sort of wanders. She's not like somebody who comes on an interview and rat a tat tat. It's the super highway, you know. She sort of gets on all sorts of places. But I think what she says is super important um, about this process that's actually going on about internal migration
1: mm-hmm.
0: and people being out of fear or desire, being drawn into the countryside. And she has a lot of good things to say about what it's gonna to take to be well-received, to be a contributor, and for this intergenerational land transfer. So that sets it up. If you wanna say one or two things, Jason, about who you are, that's great. Um, or we can just rock and roll. Just what were your thoughts when you...
1: Yeah. Now this is, uh, that was really interesting and I've, I'm a bit familiar with her work and I've talked to her before. Um, and really think that she just carries so much information and knowledge and sort of systemic view of the world. And, um, and that has been something on my mind when she was talking about uh, movement of people from one place to another. And you know, there's both rural people moving to other rural areas. And you see this often with like the rural poor from say Central America, uh, moving up into North America And, um, but then also, I think what sort of sparked some of this conversation was the fact that during economic depressions and pandemics, there's often a movement away from cities into rural areas as well. And the question I think, you know, on some people's minds is, well, what's that going to do? Is that going to like raise land values in in these rural areas that are already kind of depressed uh, economically? Um, Are these people going to come and, you know, bring expectations from the city life to these areas or as Severin was talking about are they going to be more new settlers that are going to contribute and um, repopulate this place in a way that's needed for the future and that that's the question I think that you know we should be asking ourselves and I found it I found it really uh, really great that, that you had that conversation and brought and that she was bringing that up.
0: And what were what were some of the spe- she gave a lot of specifics about you know how a, a, a an immigrant or a you know a new settler can come and sl- slide in and like what you what have you seen where you live you you've even written the book on this about yeah. rural, the future is rural what do you yeah. see works when people slot in
1: Yeah good question um boy you know um there's definitely like a um so many divisions in our country between rural and urban and different parts of the country, and uh culturally, I had some friends who were just shocked because they drove from here to there different part they they drove through other parts of the country and you know avoiding the diaspora of the Sturgis rally was a big deal, right with people that are just maskless and probably been in bars together and um, landing in places and having to get out and, you know, get gas and, um, they've got face masks on, but nobody else does. And then they're looked at as weird, you know, so it's kind of a frightening time to pick up from a place maybe that, you know, to go somewhere else. And there's a lot of mistrust right now. So, um, boy, and that, so this, this, this mistrust, this, this, anxiety we're all feeling about like our own country you know men and women are the are the other in many ways it's frightening to me because i really think that yeah we need to get a, a lot of people move back into these areas that were depopulated through the industrialization period and um, and rural populations need to grow and how people are going to fit in is not is, is through not just like telecommuting but through actually getting their hands dirty and and growing food and doing reforestation and doing ecological restoration, um, all of which can happen on these farms that need it. Uh, and so I think if you roll your sleeves up and do that kind of work, it's it's going to be kind of hard for someone to really you know not accept you as a contributor. <laughs> you know, right.
0: right? It's a it's a sort of an etiquette. Yeah, I mean we yeah. probably need to wind this up, but it's like a it's like an etiquette about um realizing that you're coming into somebody else's home it's not you know we have a sort of a mentality in this country of the everything is up for grabs if i see it and it's available i'll take it um but uh you know the etiquette of coming into rural communities and making yourself useful
1: yeah
0: um, and sort of shrinking your ego to sort of like be able to see what's actually going on and then the other part of it if you have anything to say about this um project of the agrarian trust and the intergenerational Mm -hmm. transfer of land yes what do you see about that do you see anything happening well about that or is it all sort of hodgepodge how is it going
1: yeah i've i've looked at it a little bit and uh i think it's super needed i um i found that their goal like the number of acres they were trying to do was actually really low you know it was it wasn't it didn't wow me. I I I want them to be very successful and get a lot more land um into the hands of young, uh able, abled and committed people to do what's necessary. And at this point, you know, they have pretty pretty modest goals. So um I'm really curious to look more at at those early successes they may have and how how things go. And I really think this is something that should be dramatically expanded you know that we need millions of acres transferring uh not the not the hundreds uh, you know low thousands maybe that they're envisioning right now or at least you know plotting and planning and scheming and right. cajoling and and asking for
0: yeah
1: it's going to be this whole thing that you talk
0: about about the future is rural that's is this transition is going to be a major <laughs> it's going to be a major One of the most major reshufflings of life on this continent, I think. Yes. Yes, definitely. So anyway, so thanks for the little quick chat. I could probably talk to you for an hour. I probably want to, but I'm not going to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was good to check in with you. Thank you so much for what you're doing and for asking me to reflect on this.
0: Yeah, perfect. And thank you for what you're doing. (laughs) What could possibly go wrong? Okay, Jason. Plenty. plenty. <laughs> ciao, ciao. All right, bye. Bye.